Tracks. A lot going on in the world of tennis. The WTA Tour Finals, the APT Tour Finals, uh, not too far away. And the WTA Final uh, is not too far away at all between uh, Jessica Bagula and Iga Sviantek. Uh, joining us now to discuss all that is SEN Tennis Commentator and host of the First Serve, 8pm tonight, of course, on SEN. Uh, BP, hello, BP. Hello, Jules. Good to chat. Uh, there's a lot on the line in this WTA Tour final, the title and the world number one ranking. Well, this has been an extraordinary week, Jules. I don't know if you've seen some of the footage from uh, what is, you know, if you think of uh, Cancun in Mexico. You're I think tennis. Beach, beautiful weather. You're thinking tennis. You're thinking. <laughs> but the WTA decided to have it during what they term as the rainy season uh, over there in Cancun. And it's been, it's been quite comical, actually. There's been that many delays. People trying to put up umbrellas like we all do, and it's flying left, right, and centre. Uh, torrential rain, and we've had to go an extra day to get the whole thing completed, which will be tomorrow morning uh, our time, because, uh, yeah, it's been a tough week. The players have been very vocal about it on social media. Steve Simon, the WTA CEO, he's not answering any media calls mm. at all. He's gone he's gone <laughs> AWOL. But, yeah, look, Pagula, Sviantek, I mean, they're two of the leading players. They'll compete for the title tomorrow. Iga was very good today, beating Irina Sabalenka in that um, uh, revised uh, semi-final. And then we've got an Aussie flavour in the doubles, which is uh, terrific. Ellen Perez uh, teaming up with Nicole Malika-Martinez. They've been together for quite some time on the tour. Won their semi today. So we'll have an Aussie with a chance uh, to win uh, the doubles of the WTA finals. And the other big news today, Storm Hunter, yeah. who got knocked out in the semis today, is now the new world number one doubles player, which is absolutely uh, brilliant. And she'll go on to Spain this week to, of course, play in the Billie Jean King Cup team. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, uh, the Billie Jean King finals this week in Seville. Uh, what uh, what do you think about the Aussies' chances here? Well, we've got a, a group stage we should get through. Uh, Slovenia, it'll be 8 o'clock tomorrow night on the screens of uh, Channel 9. You can tune in. And then we play Kazakhstan on Thursday night at 8 o'clock as well. So, you know, on paper, we should be able to get through uh, both those ties to progress us to the semi-finals and then the final across the weekend. But it's interesting, with the late finish in Cancun, mm. uh, you know, obviously Storm and Ellen Perrys have got to make the quick dash to get across because it's a, what, a Tuesday morning start in Spain. So very quick turnaround. Ila Tomjanovic, Daria Sebel, Kim Birrell, they're all on the ground in Spain preparing with Alicia Mollick who will be our special guest on the first serve tonight. Of course, her swan song is the Billie Jean King Cup captain, 10 years from the role. So we'll have a chat to Alicia on the show. And look, they were runner-up last year. Every chance they could maybe go one better. Incredible spirit, like we have in our Davis Cup team as well, Jules. Just going back to the WTA finals in Cancun, BP, I know there's been a bit of feedback from the players and our arena Sabalenka, for one, wasn't pleased. Well, what will be, as you said, the... The boss has gone AWOL, but what will the fallout be after this tournament? It certainly has been, you know, it's a big event, but it's been far from perfect. Yeah, well, Martina Navratilova didn't mince her words, the great Martina on mm. the weekend. Uh, you know, she thought Steve Simon, who's had nine years in the role, probably should be dispensed of. In fact, I think in the history of the WTA, they've only had three appointments where the CEO president, they tend to term it over there, is a female. Um, so there's a lot of people calling for that. Uh, whether that you know changes the whole landscape, it's hard to tell. I mean, the WTA as an organisation isn't thriving like the ATP financially, and you know they're talking to the Saudis at the moment. The Saudi Arabia is talking to everyone in tennis, trying to get their um, trying to get in, and obviously there's a lot of money involved in that. But more delicate on the women's side, obviously with 
what goes on in that country. Uh, so, yeah, you'll have to answer some questions at some point, but, yeah, they need a home. That event has been... Uh, of course, it was in Shenzhen for 10 years until COVID hit. It yep. hasn't gone back to China, and then we keep hop-skipping everywhere. They need, they need a five- to ten-year deal somewhere around the world. So the men get underway at the end of the week in Turin, I think, uh, the men yep. this year. Gee, be brave to back against Novak. Um, I mean, if you win 40 tournaments in a career, you've had an amazing career. He's won 40 yeah. Masters titles. Yeah, it's, it's just phenomenal, and... You know, the, the two sounds in tennis this week have been the roaring winds in Cancun and those Pari- those Parisian chills who boo anything. I mean, they booed him off court twice last week because he went for a costume change after playing a high-absorbing hour and 10-minute set, which you do at the top of the men's game, and just needed to get a nice clean top and a pair of shorts. He was ringing wet. And they booed him off. They just boo everything. The Parisians have got to just pipe it down a little yeah. bit over there in Paris. Miserable. No, phenomenal effort, phenomenal effort. He beat Grigor Dimitrov quite comfortably in the final. But, gee, those matches against Andre Rublev in the semi, Holger Runa in the quarterfinals, uh, they were pretty epic clashes. But, yeah, the older uh, the older statesman finds a way to see off the younger pups. Who's his greatest challenge, do you think, coming up in Turin? Well, it'll be interesting with Alcaraz. I mean, he obviously bowed out early in Paris. Um, he's probably not absolutely firing on all cylinders, which, you know, we expect there's some peaks and troughs as good as he's been. I mean, he's still, you know, still a young man um, on this tennis tour. So there's a bit of wear and tear there. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's sort of those two. I mean, Medvedev obviously is very good on a hard court. It's indoors. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're probably the three leading players, but who knows? It's a round-robin format. Things can happen. You know, it's a pretty good field, uh, to be totally honest. But, you know, it's hard to go past Djokovic, who um, has had a, a nice break between the US Open and now. So he, he finishes off with two big tournaments pretty much back-to-back. And he'll uh, go in as the red-hot favourite, no doubt, for Melbourne in January. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, aside from Alicia Mollick, uh, what else on the show tonight, BP? Well, I actually just spoke to uh, a little pre-recorder, a great man who uh, not many people would know, if, if, unless you follow tennis, but his name's Tom Downs. It's a, it's an incredible chat of a guy born in Launceston who dreamed of taking his playing and coaching career to the US, and he, he's worked in the south of Florida for a long time, which is really tennis mecca. That's where all the big academies are. It's a great chat. Tune in after... Uh, eight tonight uh, to that one, and we'll just uh, we'll flick around here, there, and everywhere, Jules, covering every uh, every ounce of tennis and beyond. Beautiful BP, it's a must listen for any tennis fan. Uh, it's of course tonight, the first serve, eight pm tonight on SEN. Thanks for your time, BP. Beautiful, thank you. Chat soon uh, at business end of the tennis season. ATP Masters getting underway in Turin at the end of the week.